The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman. My my, uh, topic today is a new book I've just come out with uh, today called Master Your Debt, uh, Slash Your Monthly Payments, and Become Debt-Free. Now, basically, the world of debt has changed dramatically in the last year, and that's what I'm going to talk about today is all the different ways that debt has changed. Um, The world of of credit cards and mortgages and student loans is really almost completely different from what it was just a few years ago in the middle of the 2000s. Uh, I'm going to share all the different secrets of debt management that I've discovered that can help you all across the credit spectrum, if you're in good shape or not so good shape with your credit. Um, I've studied all the new products and latest rules um, and have a lot of different uh, ways of really doing much better with your, uh, your debt in the past. Now, the, uh, the change in the debt world has been brought about uh, by the credit crisis that we've had, uh, the pretty deep recession, and the Obama administration has come in and changed a lot of the rules of debt that didn't, uh, hadn't been changed for many, many years before. Uh, many loan products that were prevalent before hardly even exist today, and now there are new ones uh, taking their place. For example, those old 0% interest credit cards pretty much dried up now, and a lot of people used to be able to get mortgages uh, with pretty bad credit are not getting them at all uh, these days. Uh, private student lenders have, in many cases, left the business altogether um, because they're being pushed out by the, uh, uh, the government going to be taking over the, the private uh, loan business. Um, so it's really a different world than, than we've had uh, before. But my overall point is that if you do it right, you can really do extremely well with your debt. You can be a master of your debt uh, because you have power uh, that a lot of people don't seem to realize. Uh, bankers and many financial professionals like to make you feel like you're powerless. Uh, they love to uh, make it seem like you're uneducated about the details, uh, and they bully you into feeling you're too dumb or hopeless to ask questions. But I don't think that's the way it has to be at all. I think you can have more power uh, and information at your fingertips than ever before because of whole online world, um, online brokers, online financial calculators, um, and all kinds of books really allow you to educate yourself and be much more in uh, control than ever uh, before. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go through a whole bunch of different areas of credit in this show and uh, tell you with some specific resources on how to make the most of the different areas of your debt. just want to start a little bit with kind of how we got to where we are today uh, with this debt landscape so dramatically than uh, it was before. Um, First of all, we've had a huge increase in the amount of debt in the society. Uh, There's currently about $3 trillion uh, worth of debt that American consumers have, uh, not even counting their mortgages, which is another $10 trillion or so. Uh, The average credit card holder uh, now has about $11,000 in debt on close to 13 credit cards. Uh, something like one out of three homeowners is underwater, meaning 
they owe more than their house is uh, worth. That's going to be increasing to maybe as much as a half in the coming years. Um, and it's very difficult to pay back debt because you're paying it back in expensive dollars. If you're paying 29% for a credit card, it really makes it very, very uh, expensive. Um, so that's why uh, people are so intimidated by the subject uh, of debt. Um, now, as a society, we were overextended, but there, there seems to be a new feeling of responsibility in the air now as banks and consumers uh, ratchet back their debt and are saving much more and uh, sustaining their life in a much uh, better way. Savings is up, uh, spending and credit use is down, and that's a more positive situation than in the past. We just got into much, much too, too, debt, too much debt. It really took a long time for this to happen. In the 1980s and 1990s is when debt really started increasing dramatically. Part of it was the debt became securitized. Uh, you'd get a mortgage, and that would be bundled with other people's mortgages and sold off to investors. So the people who were making the mortgage in the first place didn't really care that much about uh, what happened in the end because they'd gotten their fees and they were on to the next uh, mortgage customer. Um, so that's allowed an awful lot of debt to be written out that in the past probably wouldn't have been. Um, the credit scoring business has changed dramatically as well. Uh, this allowed lenders to get very quick answers about uh, their uh, customers and uh, approve loans almost instantly. Uh, that didn't used to happen in the past. So that, again, made things much easier uh, to uh, approve all kinds of loans than the past probably would not have been. Uh, the whole mortgage and real estate industry really got very creative and made all kinds of new mortgages that allowed people to buy homes that in the past they wouldn't have been able to do. Um, so they start off with low teaser rates, for example, uh, or monthly payments uh, that start off very low, uh, but then it would go up when the interest rates would reset, uh, or uh, they would have interest only that would start becoming interest plus principal. And that's what's been happening lately, is you've been having the uh, interest on the, on the uh, mortgages going up to levels people can't afford, causing a huge amount of foreclosures and uh, um, uh, delinquencies on their, on their loans in various ways. Uh, the same thing happened with the car market. As cars became unaffordable, uh, dealers cooked up all kinds of auto loans that stretched out far longer than the car was going to last. So you had seven-year car loans, for example, um, and you'd have 0% up front. So people were getting into cars that they really couldn't afford because of all this uh, kind of ex exotic uh, car debt that was being created out there. Our credit cards became very, very easy for people to get. Um, every store in Affinity Group, uh, seemed to have its own credit card, and uh, they would offer all kinds of discounts and rewards programs and cash back programs. It just made it very easy for people to get way over their heads uh, in debt. Well, that didn't last forever, and starting in about 2006, uh, the, the debt burden just became just too overwhelming for people. And in many cases, the uh, delinquencies and foreclosures started rising, and uh, then we, we've really had the, the credit crunch starting in 2007, it's made it very difficult for people to repay uh, these debts. Now, the government has responded by creating all kinds of programs to help people. Uh, the so-called uh, Hope Now program uh, was put into effect. Uh, the, uh, there was a College Cost Reduction Act uh, under President Bush. Uh, in the 2008, the Economic Stimulus uh, Bill was put in, um, and then the Housing and Economic Recovery Act, and then under President Obama, the uh, Higher Education Act, and then um, the uh, American Recovery and Reinvestment Act of last year, 
um, and then the Making Home Affordable program. So there's been a lot of attempts by the government to help people uh, manage their debt better and get out of debt. But it's been difficult because people took on so so much debt indeed. Um, so uh, I'm now going to go into some of the specific areas um, that uh, you can get some help with. And before you do that specifically, um, what you really want to do is to kind of see where you stand uh, with your debt. Um, and I guess I would start with one important piece of advice, which is don't lie to yourself about your money. A lot of people lie to themselves when they say, oh, I can afford it, my income's going to be going up, um, and it's not going to be no problem. But in fact, that's not what's happening in many cases. People's income is going down and not going up very much at all. And when they're paying very high interest rates on credit cards, it can be very hard for them to, uh, to catch up. So the first uh, thing you want to do is to determine your net worth and just how much uh, you are worth. This is kind of a snapshot of your financial standing uh, right now. So you add up things like your current assets, things like your checking account, your savings account, uh, money market funds, uh, CDs, uh, all the kind of current assets. Uh, add up what you have in investments, things like stocks and mutual funds and bonds, uh, what you have in real estate assets like your house, if you have a second home or other real estate, uh, long-term assets, things like annuities, IRAs, life insurance, um, self-employed retirement plans, those kind of things, any personal property like antiques or jewelry or collectibles. So you add up all the different assets to see what your uh, assets are worth, and then you take away from those your liabilities, like current liabilities, such as credit card balances, uh, money that you owe to other people, medical debt, and lines of credit, real estate liabilities like first and second home mortgages, home equity lines, um, and any mortgages you might have on second homes or rental property, um, and then long-term liabilities such as car loans, student loans, <clears throat> home improvement loans, loans against 401ks or insurance, and other kinds of longer-term installment debt. So you take away liabilities from the assets, and then you have your net worth, uh, which is what you own minus what you owe. That will give you a good sense of where you stand now. It's kind of a financial snapshot of where you are at the moment. Uh, then the next thing you want to do is to analyze your cash flow, which is how much money you've got coming in uh, versus how much money you've got going out. So uh, first of all, you take a look at the various sources of your income, uh, things like your salary, uh, bonuses and tips, self-employment income or from freelance or real estate, um, other kinds of income like from government benefits, uh, gifts from relatives, child support or alimony, inheritance, retirement sources of income like annuities, Social Security, pensions, 401Ks, and investment income from bank accounts, bond interest, stock dividends, mutual fund distributions, those kind of things. That will give you a sense of all your different uh, sources of income. And then you want to look at your expenses, uh, which I break into two categories, fixed and variable. Fixed being things like alimony, uh, car payments, mortgage payments, rent, insurance, uh, utilities, uh, tuition, uh, property taxes, things like that, and flexible expenses where there's a little bit more um, flexibility in those expenses on a monthly basis. Things like uh, children's activities, clothing, groceries, uh, medical bills, uh, personal care, things like haircuts, uh, pet care, hobbies, home maintenance, um, garden supplies, all kinds of things like that. So you've got to get a sense of what your flexible expenses are, as well as your fixed expenses. And now you have a sense of your cash flow. 
this all helps in, in understanding how you're going to be dealing with your debt over time. Um, then you want to take a look at how much risk you feel you can, can handle, uh, being uh, kind of um, very honest about that. A lot of people underestimate the amount of risk they feel they can take until they start losing money. And then you want to analyze your debts and see where you owe um, and how much. So these would be broken down into different categories, such as a first mortgage or a second mortgage, a home equity line, an auto loan, uh, or a second auto loan if you have two cars, student loans, installment loans, uh, any loans against your 401k, uh, any loans against insurance policies, and various credit cards. And for each of these, you want to have a sense of uh, when you took this on, what the original balance you borrowed was, uh, currently how much you owe, what the maturity of it is when it's going to mature, what the monthly payment's going to be, uh, if there's a prepayment penalty or not, and if the interest you pay is tax deductible. It would be deductible for a mortgage. It would not be deductible for a credit card, for example. So now you have a good sense of uh, what kind of credit uh, you're going to be owing. Then analyze your debts with, with questions like this. Are the loan rates you're paying competitive? Can you get better interest rates by shopping around on some of these things? There's a website, for example, called bankrate.com that will help you find the best rates out there. Uh, if you have credit card balances, um, are there ways of getting those balances down to lower interest rates? Are you vulnerable to interest rate increases? Uh, if you have a fixed rate loan and you're not, if other things like a mortgage is going to adjust upwards on you, that could be uh, pretty uh, dangerous. Are you getting tax breaks on your debts? What, what interest is deductible, like on home mortgages, and what is not on credit cards, for example? Is your, your debt secured or unsecured? Uh, secured is backed by collateral, like a car loan or a mortgage. Unsecured is based just on your, your credit history. Um, are you uh, making the most of all your borrowing power? Uh, sometimes uh, people have too little debt, and they could do much better by some amount of leverage, but a lot of people have much too much debt. And then is there an end in sight when you can pay off all your debts? You want to see if uh, by the time you get to retirement, in theory, you should be able to pay off your debt and not have to worry about that in retirement. So after this, uh, we're going to come back from the break. I'm going to talk about making your, uh, improving your credit score in various ways and making sure your credit's in as good shape as possible. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman. I'm speaking today about my new book called Master Your Debt, Slash Your Monthly Payments, and Become Debt-Free. We'll be back after this. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network.
Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. This is Dr. Vijaya Nair. Together with my dear friend, Dr. Howard Piper, we are hosting our own show called Kiss Your Life Hello. We are two internationally recognized experts, researchers, authors, and health advocates in holistic medicine and counseling. We promise you a fantastic show with interesting guest experts to educate and entertain you with the latest information on mind, body, and spirit wellness. Join us on Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific and 10 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. See you there. Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Isa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Isa, where America learns to invest best from the boardroom to you voice america business network you've been listening to the money answer show with jordan goodman if you have a question for jordan or his guest please call us now at 866-472-5790 that's 866-472-5790 now back to jordan welcome back to the money answer show this is jordan goodman uh this show i'm speaking about my new book which has just come out now which is called Master Your Debt, Slash Your Monthly Payments, and Become Debt-Free. Uh, there is a website related to the book, which is www.master-yourdebt.com. Uh, in the early chapters, I talk about uh, your, your credit and uh, your uh, credit score and your credit report to make sure it's as accurate as possible. You are not the only one looking over your finances. Uh, your financial behavior is an open book that banks and lenders and merchants and credit bureaus are studying carefully all the time. They know more about you than you probably do. Uh, you may know how many credit cards you've got or whether you pay your bills on time, but they know exactly what's happening all the time with all these different ones. And a lot of people uh, are not familiar with, with exactly what's going on in their credit reports all the time. The credit bureaus share details with each other and use that information to grade you when you get a score on a regular basis. So if you want to qualify for decent loans, with good interest rates, you have to understand how you're graded and how to make sure that you're being fairly graded and accurately. 
You have to know uh, how to bump up those grades if they're not high enough um, and uh, do what you can to get your score as high as possible. The credit report is the history of your credit behavior. It includes both open and closed accounts, mortgages, credit cards, student loans, car loans of all kinds. It includes, includes personal data like your address and social security number and has all the big three credit bureaus looking at you at the same time, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. The credit score is the single three-digit number, the highest being 850, the lowest being 350, uh, where they take all your information and run it through a formula and kind of summarize where you stand at any particular moment. Now, the whole uh, area of credit scoring has exploded dramatically, as has the use of credit. Um, you, You have the right under what's called the Fair and Accurate Credit Transactions Act, the FACTA law of 2003, um, to get free access to your credit report and see what's going on at any time. In fact, challenge things if they're inaccurate and get them off your credit report in many cases. Um, So you have to be in touch with all three credit bureaus, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, to know what's happening, because you never know if you're applying for credit which particular bureau is going to be used by that particular uh, lender. Um, you really want to make sure that there are errors taken off your credit report. Um, the U.S. Public Interest Group says that 79% of credit reports currently have some kind of error, one in four being serious enough to deny you credit. Um, so you really have to be careful that there are errors on there. You want to get them off. Now, you, every year you can get one free copy of your credit report from each of the three bureaus at the website annualcreditreport.com. So you can go there and just space them out during the year. So you get one at the beginning of the year, one in the middle, one at the end of the year, and you can see what's happening at any time on your credit report. You should also monitor your credit file on an ongoing basis, not just once or twice a year. Uh, the, the favorite place that I uh, recommend there is uh, the Equifax Credit Watch system, and the website for that is guardmycredit.com, where at any time you can see what's going on with your credit score and correct errors with what they call online dispute resolution. When you look at your credit report, you want to see that the basic data is correct, like your name, social security, and address, that there's no false information on the report um, that's been been on there, that there are no major things that are omitted. Uh, For example, you might have a loan that you've been paying responsibly on. It's not on there. You want to make sure it is on there. And you also want to see who else is looking at your report. These are so-called soft inquiries that you might not recognize uh, people looking at your credit uh, all the time. If you do find a mistake, you can challenge it, and uh, they have to get back to you within a relatively short period of time, within 30 days, to make sure that it's accurate before, you, uh, before it hurts your, your credit score in any major way. Um, there are some uh, resources that can help you do that. <clears throat> There's one place, for example, called Credit Report ABC, and their website is creditreportabc.com that will help you challenge incorrect derogatory things on your credit report and get them off, which will make your score go up a lot. That's certainly something you want to take a look at. Um, it's really your score that counts, and the score is actually calculated by a company called Fair Isaac Company, which is what's called FICO, and they are the ones who created credit scores in the first place, and therefore uh, they keep track of all the different inputs and end up with your, your credit score. Um, you can get your credit reports from other three bureaus, Equifax, Experian, TransUnion, but as far as your score, it has to go through FICO uh, one way or the other. Now, every increase in your credit score 
reduces the interest rate that you have to pay on your debt in various ways. So, for example, if you have a mortgage where the, uh, your, your FICO score is over 760, uh, your interest rate might be 4.5%, costing you about $1,530 a month. If your credit score is 620 instead of 760, that same mortgage is going to cost you about 6.2% or costing you $1,827 a month. So over $300 a month more just because your credit score is lower because you pose a bigger risk to the lender. So here are some things you can do to improve your credit score. Uh, make sure your payment history is as good as possible. That's currently about 35% of your score. Um, and uh, if, if something's not accurate on there, make sure it is accurate that you pay uh, on time. Um, the amount you owe is an important part of your score. That's about 30% of your score. Um, so this is what's called credit utilization. Uh, you don't want to use up too much of what you potentially could borrow because that's going to hurt your score. The length of your credit history is important in, in, in making up about 15% of your credit score. Um, the longer you have a good credit history, the better that's going to be for your credit score. Uh, if you apply for new credit, a particular lot of it, that's going to be hurting your score, so don't apply for too many cards or mortgages at, at once. That takes up about 10% of your score. And the type of credit uh, you have, they like to see a good mix of different kinds of credit. Um, mortgage loans, student loans, credit cards, car loans, all these things. If you combine a different mix of credit, that's going to help improve your score as opposed to if you just have one or two uh, kinds of different scores, uh, one or two different kinds of credit. Um, so uh, those are some things you can do. Uh, make sure you're, you're on top of your credit score. You also want to make sure that your identity is not being stolen. Identity theft is a huge problem. Uh, people can steal your numbers directly. They can divert uh, your mail uh, to another place uh, by a change of address form. Uh, they can do so-called dumpster diving where they pick out credit card slips out of trash bins and do ID theft that way, uh, what's called shoulder surfing, where they stand next to you at an ATM and steal your personal identification number, or pretend to be trustworthy. Most people who are victims of identity theft know the people that they're victimized by, uh, so it may be friends or relatives, neighbors, uh, uh, employees in your place of work or something like that. Um, so you have to be very careful. Uh, skimming is another one where... Your, your card is put in to a uh, machine that then collects all the numbers and then it goes that way as well. Um, phishing is where you respond to an email that looks like it's legitimate, but in fact it isn't. Um, so there's just lots of different ways that the people are trying to steal your credit identity these ways. So uh, as much as you can protect your um, uh, identity by carrying around as few uh, bits of information in your wallet as possible. Don't Keep your Social Security, for example, in your uh, wallet. Um, keep your checks clean. Don't put your Social Security number or driver's license number on your checks, for example. Um, only use credit cards that carry your photo ID on them so it prevents your credit cards from being used illegally that way. Uh, you can also opt out and tell your bank to discontinue sending you convenience checks that might be stolen uh, from your account. Uh, there's a, a website, opt-out prescreen.com, for example, allows you to do that. So there are definitely some things you can do to prevent being hit by ID theft. As I mentioned earlier, there is a website, guardmycredit.com, which is the Equifax system that can pre prevent ID theft from hitting you as well. 
So we're talking a lot about debt. My new book is called Master Your Debt, Slash Your Monthly Payments and Become Debt-Free. The website for that is www.master-yourdebt.com. And I'll be back to discuss more issues of debt after this break. markets up or down or if you're looking to improve your portfolio our experts are ready to talk to you call now toll free 866-472-5790 that's 866-472-5790 voice america business network Ready to grow your business? Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show with your coach, Rick Carrado. This entertaining talk radio program will bring you the tools to help increase your business. You'll learn sales success, time management, lead generation, business development, life balance, and much more. Rick Carrado is here to help you take your business to the next level. Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show, heard live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman. I'm speaking today about my new book, which is called Master Your Debt, Slash Your Monthly Payments, and Become Debt-Free. You can find out more about it at www.master-yourdebt.com. I have a chapter here, which is called Mortgage-Free in Five to Seven Years, and it talks about the relatively new idea of mortgage equity acceleration, uh, which really can make a huge difference in your financial uh, life. Um, Now, people are not familiar with it in many cases. It started in Australia about a decade ago, and now is very common there, but still is relatively unknown in the United States. What it does is it allows you to finance a home or refinance an existing one by using a home equity line of credit, or what's called a HELOC, which requires interest-only monthly payments for at least the first 10 years. You use the HELOC to pay off your existing mortgage, um, and therefore your, your, your HELOC, in effect, becomes your primary mortgage. You send your paycheck into the HELOC, um, which covers your minimum monthly payment, um, and then it becomes the new depository for your income. You pay your bills out of the HELOC uh, as close to the due date as possible, uh, which maximizes the amount of time your money sits in the HELOC, cutting your interest. 
any extra money that you have left over in the HELOC is paying down your uh, account on a regular basis. As long as you make that minimum interest payment, you're accelerating your debt every month. Now, the reason this works is you are using your positive cash flow to pay down your debt much faster than you normally uh, would be, do- be doing. Um, so the three things that you need are positive cash flow. Uh, you need positive equity in your home. You need to own- be able to get a home equity line of credit by having some equity in your home. And you need a credit score of maybe 680 or higher in order to be able to qualify for that uh, mortgage HELOC in the first place. But if you have those three, uh, you can qualify for and implement a mortgage equity acceleration strategy and do very well for yourself. I've got several examples in the book of how this might work. Uh, You can actually do a personalized example for yourself by going to the website truthinequity.com. And at that site, uh, you can do a personal profile where you put in the numbers that apply to your situation, and it'll tell you with those numbers, your payoff date is going to be six years or 5.4 years or whatever the number may be, and then they'll tell you how how to go further than that. So it really makes a dramatic difference if you can pay your mortgage off in um, five or six or seven years instead of 25 or 30 years. You save literally tens of thousands of dollars in interest and uh, many, many years, typically 25 or more years off your mortgage. Um, it's not for everybody, but if you do qualify on those three things I just mentioned, it really can make a huge, huge difference. Um, you have to get the right loan in the first place, which is a home equity line of credit, where uh, you can go in and out. Um, uh, of, uh, you can write checks on an unlimited way, as much as you like, and um, uh, be able to put money in, put money out. The liquidity of it makes a huge difference in that uh, HELOC. You have to be able to set up easy transfers so that you can transfer money in and out of the HELOC from your bank account very simply. Um, and uh, you have to make sure that you're using a HELOC as your primary depository uh, for your income be able to get it in. The faster you can get income into that HELOC, the faster you can pay down uh, that mortgage. Um, so as I mentioned, truthandequity.com is my favorite place for doing that, and they can kind of take you through uh, the whole process. So that's a very helpful thing to an awful lot of people. Okay, the next chapter in my book, which is again called Master Your Debt, Slash Your Monthly Payments and Become Debt-Free, is about credit cards. And people have gotten into a lot of trouble with credit cards these days, and interest rates have gone up dramatically in many cases, um, and uh, so are fees, late fees, over-limit fees of all different kinds. Uh, if you carry balances, you want the lowest interest credit card out there you can get, or the lowest uh, annual fee as well. Uh, there's a website where you can find out about the lowest interest credit cards, which is at creditcardperks, P-E-R-K-S dot com, uh, that can give, give you a list of the lowest interest credit cards anywhere in the country. If you don't carry balances, but you have a balance now, you can get a 0% balance transfer offer and transfer it around to get a lower interest rate on that. Uh, If you pay your balance off every month in full, then uh, you want to get a card that has good rewards of various types, frequent flyer rewards or other kinds of rewards that you can use to get uh, flights or other ways to get goodies as well. Um, If you have problems on your credit report, um, you may, may need what's called a secured credit card. We put up a certain amount of money, um, like $500, and then it'll give you a um, credit limit of $500. And then over time, as you pay it back, you can establish your credit and avoid uh, paying high interest rates on credit cards. 
people often ask me, how many credit cards should I have? It really depends on your ability to handle it, but I would say four or five would probably be the maximum you should probably uh, have. Um, here's a website that can help you uh, make uh, the, the best out of juggling your plastic. It's called Debt Smart, and their website is DebtSmart.com. Um, and they've got a lot of good tricks on there to, to make the most of your uh, credit in various ways. Now, a lot of people are using debit cards instead of credit cards, and uh, the advantage of that is the money comes out of your checking account right away. The disadvantage is it's not really giving you any access to credit. It's not building your credit record. But a lot more people are using debit cards and credit cards these days. Uh, look at the fine print whenever you sign up for a, a credit card um, and make sure that uh, you're not signing up for something where they're going to hit you with unusual fees or anything like that. Um, so you've got to be very careful when you sign up for these things. Now, uh, starting February 22nd, new legislation is going to be kicking in on credit cards. Um, and let me just briefly go over some of the um, uh, uh, new aspects of that. They're going to be rate protections, so issuers cannot retroactively raise interest rates on existing balances unless you're more than 60 days past due. Uh, issuers aren't allowed to raise rates on a customer simply because the customer is behind on payments to another lender, which is called the universal default clause. Creditors can't increase your interest rate in the first 12 months after an account is opened, unless there's been an introductory teaser rate, which has to be good for at least six months. Uh, they also mu banks must provide a 45-day notice of change in rates. If there are two or more different interest rates applying to this, the same portions of an outstanding balance, the amount of any payment above the minimum has to be applied to the highest interest rate first and then to lower interest rates. In the past, it's been the other way around. Uh, the uh, credit card companies now must provide a grace period um, where uh, you, you can take advantage of promotional balance transfer offers, uh, and they cannot use the so-called double-cycle billing method, meaning they cannot charge interest for a balance that was paid in full the previous month. In the past, banks were doing that they were charging you interest on a balance you'd already paid off, which was kind of unfair. Uh, they also must send you credit card statements at least 21 days before a payment is due, uh, which is giving you more of a, a grace period than in the past. Uh, they also require, credit card companies are required to post their written credit card agreements on the Internet, um, and, they can, and if you want, you can reject that and say, no, I don't want to accept these new uh, uh, aspects of this card and you'll pay it off at the existing uh, interest rate. Um, credit card companies can no longer um, issue credit cards to consumers uh, under 21 unless they show a source of income or their parents are legal cardholders and they are um, going to co-sign on the card. Um, so that's a big change. A lot of people in college were being uh, solicited for credit cards and it was getting them into a lot of trouble. So uh, this is the idea is that this new credit card law is called the Credit Card Holders Bill of Rights. It's going to give you some more rights, but in many cases, it's not going to cause the credit card interest rates to go down or the fees to go down. In fact, they've been having the rates go up as well. So um, that's about to go into effect February 22nd. Here are some of the things that the credit card companies have been doing. They've been raising rates. They've been raising fees. They've been slashing credit lines, uh, hitting you with late payment traps, uh, giving you convenience checks that have huge fees on them, uh, this double-cycle billing I mentioned, uh, where they were charging you for interest on something you'd already paid off, uh, universal default clauses where they're hitting you for higher rates when you just paid one 
place late, like your phone bill. Um, tra- traps for travelers. They were hitting people with uh, rates uh, when you're outside the country for exchange rates were very high and very high fees for secured cards. A lot of those things are now going to be outlawed and made better uh, going forward. Um, but you have to be very uh, vigilant and stay on top of these things to make sure you're not being hit by high rates and fees on these different uh, credit cards. Uh, also, um, uh, there are big changes going on in the world of cars and car loans. Um, in the past, you were able to qualify for them much more easily. Now they've been, been tougher, wanting higher credit scores. And you have to be very careful when you get into a car loan um, that, for example, is, it says 0%. sounds like a good deal. But they can extend that out for as much as seven years and, in fact, hurt your credit uh, pretty badly if you don't pay it. A lot of people are underwater in their car loans because the cars depreciate value much faster than the car loans are paid off, and that's where they run to all kinds of trouble. Uh, there's a place to get good deals on cars and car loans, uh, which is carq.com. is a website to find out more about objective car buyers that can help you get a good deal uh, on a car. I'm just going to talk briefly about the education loans. Um, in the past, uh, these have been made for the most part through banks subsidized by the federal government, but that's now been changing. And uh, President Obama pretty much wants to take over the student loan business and have it run by the Department of Education. Uh, he thinks that will save money and make it more efficient. Uh, that's not at all clear it's going to happen that way, but that's the direction things are going. Um, so whether it be a Stafford loan uh, the PLUS loans, Perkins loans, or private loans, it's really changing, and the government's much more involved than it had been in the past. There are some other ways of getting student loans, which is so-called peer-to-peer lending. Uh, you can take a look, for example, at LendingClub.com, where you can get loans directly from other individuals and not have to worry about going through uh, the Department of Education. I actually have a link to Lending Club at my website at uh, MoneyAnswers.com. So that gives you a brief view of all the different things I talk about in this book um, and uh, hope you find it helpful. Uh, Again, you can get a copy of Master Your Debt, slash your monthly payments and become debt-free at the website www.master-yourdebt.com. Hope you enjoyed the show today, and we'll be back again with you next week. For now, goodbye. This is Jordan Goodman of Master Your Debt. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.